Hi love and welcome to Lovely with Lana. I'm Lana, your podcast host, here to talk about all things Pilates, wellness, fashion, lifestyle, and of course, it has to be pink. Well, not all the time, but most of the time at least. I hope that you absolutely love this episode and let's get right into it. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so happy that you decided to click on and listen in. If you are new, an extra special welcome to you. Whether you found me through social media, scrolling through Spotify or Apple, or just randomly somehow found me, I'm happy you're here, you're in the right place at the right time. If you're returning, as always, hugs and kisses. I'm so proud of this little wellness princess community growing and becoming the best versions of ourselves. Be sure to follow this podcast, give it a rating, give it a review, share it on your story, share it with your friends. Honestly, do whatever because you guys are my number one supporters and you are the reason this show is growing. And so to expand our wellness princess community, be sure to share it with your friends or your followers on Instagram or wherever. Also, yes, be sure to follow all of my socials. You can find them linked down below. It is at Lovely with Lana and at Lovely with Lana Pod on Instagram and then on TikTok and YouTube, which are some new accounts I'm kind of expanding back into. It's Lovely with Lana with an extra A at the end. And again, all of those are linked in the link tree in the show notes. You can find almost anything in that link tree. All right, so let's set the mood. It is currently 10.20 p.m. on a Sunday, and I've had such a hectic Sunday. I literally spent from morning to night studying, working, and doing things that are super productive. I am so exhausted, and what better way to finish off a very productive day than to talk with all of you girls and talk about how you guys can become your it girl, have your little glow up, and just become the best version of yourself because I am on this journey with you. So yes, it is like 10.20. The lights are literally off in my room. I'm talking alone to a microphone and I'm so excited to get into this episode. But before we do a high and a low. So a high is I've been feeling really productive and having main character energy and I think really romanticizing my life and making myself feel special and taken care of has allowed me not to be burnt out. It has allowed me to put so much effort and time and work into studying, into all of the assignments and projects I have to do, but not feel so burnt out and so icky at the end. Another high, which we'll get into in the episode, but I've been really focusing on eating nutrient-dense foods and trying to eat more whole foods, and that has helped me feel so much better because I was dealing with some stomach issues. And that's my low, which lately I've been struggling with some stomach issues, and it can get so painful. I think, you know, the whole thing where hot girls have stomach problems is true, but it hurts. Like, it hurts when you eat something and you're bloated and you feel uncomfortable for the rest of the day. You don't feel confident, and you look like you're literally six months pregnant, and that does not feel good when you are at school or something, and you know people can tell that you are so bloated and you just don't feel good. Finally, a shout out. So... From last week's podcast episode number 78, which was the ultimate It Girl Glow Up Guide for fashion and makeup, I asked you girls on Spotify, what is your style? If you had to define your style, what would it be? And it's me, Raf, I think that's how you pronounce it, said very basic athleisure mixed with basic Pinterest girl. Now, let's say basic is not a bad thing. Sometimes it being 
a basic curl is totally okay and having a basic pinterest curl aesthetic i feel like is actually good because you often can find your style in all of the stores and you always look cute and put together so i guess that works and it's great that it's me raf was able to kind of put her style in a box because that can be really difficult especially if you're anything like me i change my style up like every day sometimes i'm wearing like super pink super girly outfits and sometimes i'm wearing a little more edgy outfits but generally there's always a little bit of pink in my outfit all right so today i'm going to talk about something that i am so passionate about and is probably one of the biggest parts of this podcast is fitness and wellness i really want to be a good resource to you girls to understand that wellness and fitness is a way to enhance your life. It should never be taking away from your life, taking away from experiences and making you feel miserable. I mean, I've been on all sides of the extremes where, you know, I didn't work out at all. I didn't really care about my, you know, nutrition. And then, you know, I cared too much and working out literally ruled my life. I've been on all sides. I've struggled with an eating disorder. I've struggled with the rebounding after the eating disorder. Luckily, I'm recovered and I've healed my relationship with food and my body and exercise, but it took a really long time. And I think even though I recovered, there's just so much out there in the universe that is not helpful out in that fitness community. There's so much just like absolute garbage or it's really toxic or some people still, some of you girls still believe that fitness and working out and eating right is only to look a certain way. But I'm here to tell you, I promise if you start focusing on how you feel, your looks will come as like a side effect. If you focus on, okay, if I eat a certain way or if I, you know, work out a certain way that really feels good to me, then I start looking better because I'm really aligning with myself. I'm aligning with what I like and it's super easy to stay consistent. Fitness and wellness is effortless for me because it's a part of my lifestyle and I'm really only doing things that I enjoy. Fitness and wellness felt horrific for me three, four years ago when I was struggling with an eating disorder and, you know, food and exercise was my entire life. It wasn't enhancing it. It was literally making it worse. So for your ultimate it girl glow up guide, we're going to talk all about fitness and wellness and how you can stay consistent in working out, what kind of workouts you should be doing, how you should eat healthily, how you need to take care of your mental health, because all of that I believe encompasses true wellness. Wellness to me is physically feeling good, fueling your body, moving your body, and also mentally feeling good as well. So let's have your it girl glow up and let's get right into the episode. Hi loves, before we get into the episode, I have to let you know about a small company I'm absolutely thrilled to be partnering with, Matinee Candle Co. Matinee Candle Co. sent me some of their candle care items and honestly, it has changed my self-care to a new level. The candle care items are so high quality and best of all, they do come in pink. I'm finally able to actually enjoy and take care of the candles I do have and it's all thanks to the candle care items I received. If you want your own candle care set, be sure to go to matineecandleandco.com and use the code LOVELY10 for 10% off your order. Both the link and the code are in the show notes and they're on my link tree if you forget. Now let's jump right into the episode. All right, so I'm going to first talk all about fitness. Now, I have been through all the phases of fitness. I swear, if you have been here listening to the podcast since day one, 
you probably could not keep track of all of my different fitness regimes, different fitness splits. And I feel like every month or every few months, I completely change what I'm doing in regards to fitness and working out because I always like to change it up. And I like to do things that feel good in the moment. And so very early on when I started this podcast, I was weightlifting and then I moved to only Pilates and then I moved to weightlifting again. And I'm kind of oscillating between the two, but slowly but surely I'm starting to feel what is good for my body. Not what the Instagram influencers are doing, not what everyone on YouTube is telling me to do or what a different podcaster is talking about. I need to find a way to work out and a way to keep myself physically healthy and move my body that feels good to me. And what feels good to me now might not feel as good in a couple months from now or in a year from now. I think you need to first, before looking at which workout do I do and how many days do I need to go to the gym, ask yourself, what do you like? And if you don't know whether you like weightlifting or Pilates or yoga or cycling or rock climbing, try it out. Like really take advantage of whatever time you have and try out a lesson, try out going to a class, try out something, go with a friend. It really matters for you to explore and it's important for you to explore and see what you like. Because if you do something, let's pretend I don't know, you go rock climbing and it's just not your thing, you did not enjoy yourself, then next time you're going to pick something different. Forcing yourself to do something that you don't like is not going to get you anywhere. You're not going to be consistent. It doesn't matter how much discipline you have. It doesn't matter how much motivation you have. If you don't genuinely like what you're doing in regards to working out, you are not going to do it consistently for long enough to get any sort of results. And I'm talking to people, whether you want to gain, maintain, or lose weight, When it comes to working out, pick something you like, not the one that burns the most calories, not the one that all of the Instagram influencers are doing. Pick the one you like. And it's okay if the thing that you like now is different in a year or two years from now because, you know, your life is changing. I also think it's so important for you to put this into your schedule. Now, once you find out what you like, maybe it's Pilates, maybe it's weightlifting, maybe it's a combination of like five different ex- five different types of working out, put it in your schedule. For me, it's really important to time block my weekdays at least. My weekends are a little more flexible, but my weekdays, because then I know, okay, after school between, I don't know, 6 or 7 p.m., I'm going to be doing Pilates and I'm going to do a incline walk. For me, it's really important to have that time mentally and physically blocked in my calendar to make sure that I actually work out during that time rather than, you know, oh, I'll work out today. And then you come home and you start scrolling through social media and then it's too late and you don't have any time to work out. Like I've been there. So put in your calendar. How many days is it realistic for you to work out? Be realistic, okay? If you say every single day and you know that some days you are completely exhausted, you will not be able to do anything, you're going to feel like a failure. So make sure that you are finding a good you know, frequency for yourself that you can stick to. And I always say in all of the other episodes that I've talked about working out, which I'll list them off, number 26, 46, 51, 55, 74, all of those episodes have something to do with working out, consistency, and so on. I always say it's important for you to start small. If you have never really worked out, then maybe start 15-minute walks or going to the gym or doing a Pilates class like a few times a week. Start just a couple of days a week. And then once you can prove to yourself that you are consistent with three days a week or whatever, you can start bumping up how often you go to the gym or you go to a certain Pilates class. I also find that it's really important to time block 
when you work out because sometimes you can find a good time that works for you almost every single day. And there's so much science behind this, but when it hits a certain part of the day and you have this routine that like, okay, at four o'clock, I always, I don't know, commute back home or at four o'clock, I always grab a snack or at four o'clock, I always work out. If you find a time that generally works for most of your days, you already have this like mental like schedule and routine set. So it is so much easier to go and work out because at four, you feel like you have to work out. You know, those like days where maybe you have a day off of work or school and you wake up at like, I know still 6 a.m. even though you don't have to wake up, but you just feel like you, you, it's like part of your routine. It's Monday. I have to wake up at 6 a.m. even though you don't have school. And I think you can do the same kind of mental routine with working out where it hits a certain time of the day and you know you're going to work out. Now, I understand that. I mean, I'm a college student, so I work out like a little bit differently. Like sometimes it's six o'clock, sometimes it's eight o'clock. So it really depends on what works for my schedule. I also find that if you are tight on time, if you are a tight on time girly, because trust me, I am one of those, make sure that you are actually finding a way to really optimize the time you do have. And for me, this is at home workouts. So going to a gym, I really tried. I put an effort to go to a gym physically, get changed, wash my face because hot girls do not work out in makeup ever because your pores are open and you will start breaking out. So always wash off all your makeup. And if you listen to, you know, part number one of this globe guide, you would know to double cleanse your face. But anyway, doing all of that before the gym, working out, coming back, showering, it took like two hours out of my day to physically get myself to the gym. I was spending more time getting ready for the gym, commuting to the gym, you know, showering after the gym rather than just like actually working out. And so for me, I just went back to my at-home workouts. Like I've always been an at-home workout fan because you literally like grab a mat, grab the few equipment pieces you need, get a great workout in for 30 minutes, shower, and you're at home. Like you're not worried about commuting. You're not worried about, you know, traffic. It's literally just like you and a mat, maybe a couple of dumbbells or a resistance band or ankle weights. Like literally you can do so much at home and I really have gotten the most results working out at home. I also think it's important to really make fitness and movement just a part of your day. So not only is like, I think working out or finding a good few times a week or however much you want to work out and do a workout you enjoy, I think it's important to just move your body throughout the day in ways that aren't necessarily a quote unquote workout. So for example, for me, right after lunch, I always like to take a walk. Whether that's 15 minutes or 30 minutes, I like to get on the phone, call my mom, go on a walk right after lunch, or I listen to a podcast. And I think having that like routine in me, like it's, I'm not walking as like a workout, I'm walking as a mental break, but it's also moving my body and it's incorporating movement and a little bit of fitness within my day, especially if you have a day where it's like fill. If you have a desk job or you're studying all day, it's important to get up and just walk. Whether that's for five minutes or 20 minutes or 30 minutes, just walk a little bit throughout the day. And over time, you're going to find yourself walking more. Maybe instead of always taking the bus or riding a bike, you'll just walk to your workout class or walk to the cafe. And trust me, walking is the most underrated exercise because it's super low impact. You can do a ton of it without like getting all sweaty and icky. And it's just, it feels really nice to your body because our bodies were created to walk. Our bodies were created to move. I also love to stretch like in between study sessions and just moving your body in little ways throughout the day. Genuinely, it makes such an impact on how you feel. 
Finally, I definitely want to say if you are kind of feeling in a rut, if you feel like you just cannot get yourself to work out, I want you to first put on a really cute workout set because sometimes if you make your environment cute, you make your little yoga mat cute, you have your cute little pink ball of ankle weights, and you make working out like this whole thing, then generally it's a lot easier to get yourself to go and work out because, you know, you feel cute, all of your equipment is cute, you want to work out. I think on top of that, just like rewarding yourself with cute little gym outfits that you've been eyeing is so, so so nice because it's like your little reward. Give yourself incentives for staying really consistent with working out, especially if you kind of struggle with working out consistently. If you say, okay, if I work out consistently, I can get the Lululemon, you know, jacket that I really want in pink. But after I work out consistently for a month and you prove that to yourself, you can go and reward yourself. So rewards are super important. But on top of that, I feel like if you have cute workout clothes, it also makes you more motivated to stay consistent. So it is a win-win all around. Finally, I'm going to mention just like a very general workout split. And I have a bigger workout split episode, episode 74. But overall, I think whether you do only Pilates or only weightlifting or whatever, I think it's really important to kind of understand how many days a week you're able to work out. So let's pretend it's like four, right? Day one, maybe focus on glutes and lower body. Day two, full body. Day three, upper body. Day four, full body, right? We want to make sure that we're not just doing full body or we're not just doing abs or we're not just doing legs or something. You want to make sure that you're working out different parts of your body. So whether or not you do whatever workout you decide to do, make sure that at least you're working out different parts of your body because otherwise you're just like neglecting maybe your upper body and only doing lower body. And then your upper body is weak and it might just like look and feel not balanced. So make sure that you're working out all parts of your body by splitting up the days of like, maybe you put more focus on your glutes one day and more focus on your back and shoulders the next. For me, I personally do a lot of Pilates and I love doing Pilates and I can do a really nice split with Pilates or I can add in a day of weightlifting or two. It really depends on how I feel. And lately I've had a lot less time to actually weightlift. So Pilates and a lot of full body workouts are giving me the most bang for my buck. And that's also a little plug. If you literally can only work out like twice a week, do full body workouts. But if you have like three or four days a week where you can consistently work out, maybe do like one at lower body day, one upper body day, and then two full body days. All right, now we're going to talk all about food, about nutrition. Now, I always say you cannot outrun a bad diet. So if you are trying to lose weight, and I understand that there are girls that listen to this podcast and they're like in eating disorder recovery. So please, I'm not talking to you, babe. I am talking to the people that want to lose weight but they're not you. They don't have an eating disorder and they're not trying to recover. They're just like normal people. So ignore what I'm saying if you're recovering from an eating disorder. If you're not and you're trying to lose weight and you want to figure out how do I lose weight in a very sustainable and healthy way, because eating disorders are not the way to go. Fad diets, diets in general are not the way to go. You need to understand, number one, food is not the enemy. Okay, food, one food isn't going to make you fat and another food isn't going to make you skinny. That is like the biggest BS I've ever heard. That is just not correct. So understand that food is medicine, food is fuel, and food can do so much for your body. That's number one. Number two, you cannot outrun or outwork out a bad diet. 
You could be working out for like hours on end, but if your nutrition is not on point, you are not going to be seeing the results that you want. Whether that is like losing weight, gaining muscle, whatever, you need to make sure that your nutrition is on point. So let's talk about how do you make your nutrition on point? I think what I do personally, and this has literally changed the game, is I intuitively eat, but I really prioritize whole foods. It's not even like, you know, the whole 80-20 rule. I'm doing more like 90-10. And that is because I really want to feel good in my body, especially because I was having some issues with like stomach issues and skin issues because I think I was having a little too much fun with the processed food in college. And I just felt kind of sluggish. I felt like I was relying on caffeine all the time to get me through the day. And so over the past month, I would say, I was really focusing on eating more fruits, veggies, proteins, healthy fats, more whole foods. And that way I don't really crave like all of the processed food. I think really, especially if you are trying to feel better, remember, it's not only about weight loss. How do you feel? If you feel kind of sluggish and tired after eating a certain food or bloated, like feel your body because what I eat might be totally fine for me. I might not have any issues, but like my mom or my friend will eat it and they're going to feel bloated and they might not like it. Their body just shows them that they don't want that certain food. So you need to understand that you need to listen to your body and yourself. Again, not what I eat, not what the Instagram influencer eats, not what, you know, the friends around you eat. Figure out what works for your body. What does your body like? From there, prioritize whole foods, okay? If there are a lot of weird chemicals in there that like you don't even know, okay, you haven't even were taught those chemicals in chemistry, maybe eat less of that and more foods that are like pretty simple. Like you kind of understand what's in them. And I'm not demonizing one food over another. I'm not saying, you know, food that is like processed is horrific and food that is like from the ground is great. I am saying to feel better, you're going to need to eat more natural food. But once in a while, have your processed treat, have your chocolate, have your little cake, have your ice cream, have your croissant, have fun with like processed food. But make sure that 90% of the time you're feeding your body with whole foods that genuinely make you feel good on the inside. I also want to mention that I have noticed a big difference when I'm prioritizing meals over snacking. Now, I feel like in American culture, because I live in America, people are constantly snacking. Like you're, they're literally always eating. And I don't understand why they don't give their body time to like rest and digest. Our bodies were made to like eat and then have a break where they digest. And then we get hungry again and we eat another meal and then they have a break, right? But if you're constantly snacking, number one, you're probably eating very, a lot of processed food, food with a lot of different things added in them that, you know, might not be the best for your body long-term if you're eating a large quantity of it. Again, balance is so important. A little bit won't hurt. Having a treat once in a while won't hurt. But if you're eating it like every single day, all the time, that's not really moderation. That's something that you need to change. So prioritize full meals not little snacks, okay? Full meals. And if you say, I don't have time, well, you do, okay? Prioritize feeding your body, please, and not, you know, scrolling through social media. Prioritize cooking yourself an actual meal rather than just eating a lot of food, like a lot of food that is processed or just a lot of snacks in general. So prioritize meals and just less snacks. You can still have snacks, especially if your body is hungry and is asking you for like a snack. Have snacks, but prioritize, you know, 
actual meals rather than just snacking all the time. Along those lines, all of your meals need to have a healthy fat, protein, vegetables. You need to make sure that all of the meals that you're eating are balanced, okay? Balanced as in they have all of the nutrients that your body needs to flourish. I so disagree with people that are like, I'm going to cut out carbs. Well, carbs is like literally one third of what your body needs. And then you wonder why you have like zero energy and you feel like garbage because like you are taking away from what your body needs. Make sure that you have a protein, a fat, a carb in all of your meals. And it's even better if you make sure to have fiber and greens and different vegetables. Make your meals balanced. Focus more on meals less on snacks. I'm going to quick talk about my favorite meals slash snacks. Even though I said less on snacks, I'm not saying no snacks. I'm saying just like meals over snacks. Okay, eat a meal, eat lunch rather than just a little snack like every hour. So my favorite meals that I've been having are a nourish bowl. So this is like a salad, but better because it actually keeps you full because it has protein, fat, carbs, and everything. So I love to do like air fried sweet potato or quinoa or rice or whatever carb I have on hand, greens, so generally spinach or kale, tons of vegetables. Like I just had a nourish bowl three hours ago and it was like roasted cauliflower and a beet and tomatoes. I put whatever random vegetables I have. I love putting a little fruit in there because you might say that putting fruit in a savory salad is bad, but trust me, once you try, there is no going back. So I put in an apple And then I like to do a healthy fat, so like avocado. I love to do some nuts as well, so almonds, pecans, whatever. A dressing that's really nice. I like the one by Primal Kitchen. They have this ranch dressing, and it has a lot of healthy fats in there, and it tastes amazing. And then I always make sure that there's a protein, so chicken, turkey, fish, any kind of protein. If you're vegetarian, tofu is great. Um, eggs are great. So make sure that there's a protein, there's a fat, there's carbs, and there's veggies in your nourish bowl, and you are going to stay full and satiated and feel really good. For lunches, I like to do these egg wraps. So what I do is I take a whole wheat wrap, put an avocado, cook up some eggs, put that in there, and maybe a little turkey if I'm feeling like I need the extra protein. Those are so good. Turkey, avocado, egg wraps. They're delicious and they are nutritious. I also just, I mean, these are more snacks. I love fruit. I love dark chocolate. I love, those are honestly all my snacks. I'm like, oh no, I love apple with nut butter. Okay. I eat that like every single day, cut up an apple or two with some peanut butter. That is delicious. It is divine. Okay. Those are kind of all my foods. I'm a really, really bland person. Okay. I can eat the same thing over and over and over again without ever getting bored. So that's a plug for me. Some people are different. Some people need a ton of variety. Um, I'm not. So, oh well. And then I'm also going to mention my favorite food brands that I've recently been like trying out or just have enjoyed for many, many years. Again, none of this is sponsored. This is all my opinion. So first is Malk. So it's like M-A-L-K. And I know they sell it in the US. I don't know about the girls that live in Germany, Europe, whatever. I'm so sorry. But In America, they have almond milk, and this is like almond milk, and the ingredients are fantastic. And as someone who doesn't really drink dairy or eat dairy because, I mean, this is a side tangent, but dairy does cause a lot of inflammation and acne for the girls that are acne prone. So if you struggle with acne, consider cutting out dairy. 
But because I haven't, you know, I don't really drink or eat dairy, I need my almond milk, I need my oat milk. And so the brand Malk creates all of these plant-based milks with the best ingredients. And they don't have those like weird gums, those weird like flavors that just don't make sense. Like you read it and you're like, this is not a chemistry lab, babe. I do not need all this stuff in my milk. So the almond milk, almond milk, sorry, is fantastic. And I recently got their holiday flavor, which was the holiday nog flavor. It's sweetened with maple syrup and it tastes divine. I drink it like twice a day, once in my morning latte and once in my matcha at lunch. So I love having those two little drinks with the almond milk inside. I also like Simple Mills. Now, Simple Mills creates crackers, cookies, different like baking mixes, so like pancake mixes, muffin mixes, whatever, but their ingredients are fantastic. Generally, they're gluten-free, they're vegan, they taste fantastic, and the ingredients are really, really good. I also love Kite Hill. Kite Hill creates this vegan cream cheese that has been my ride or die for like literally three years. I've still been obsessed with this vegan cream cheese. The obsession never went away. It's such a good vegan cream cheese. It is made out of almonds. And while it does have some like gums and some things that like bind the almond milk together to create a vegan cream cheese, I think compared to the other alternatives in the grocery store, it is the best. And so it tastes great. It's good for sandwiches, good for, you know, creamy pasta dishes. I love that vegan cream cheese by Kite Hill. I drink at least one poppy a day. Poppy is a apple cider vinegar, like healthy soda, and it's doesn't have a ton of sugar. It tastes so good. I drink it, yes, all the time. It has so many nice flavors, so I definitely recommend for you to try Poppy. I think the other one that is sold is Olipop, but I've always found that Olipop was too sweet for me, so I stick with Poppy. And then finally, I love the Blue Stripe chocolate. Now, ever since I realized that most dark chocolate had heavy metals and lead inside of it, and I eat dark chocolate every single day, sometimes twice a day. I was a little put off, especially because I used to overspend money on this fancy, bougie dark chocolate that all of the influencers and all of the Victoria's Secret models ate, Hue. However, Hue chocolate literally had a lawsuit against it because it had so much lead in it. And Trader Joe's dark chocolate had a lot of lead in it. Almost every single dark chocolate brand had lead in it. And I was so horrified and I was so upset because I was eating this dark chocolate every single day for many years. However, I recently found this other dark chocolate brand, which is called Blue Stripe. And they're really, I think, new. I don't think, I just recently saw them at Whole Foods. And so I don't think they're like big yet, but hopefully they become big because they do test all of their dark chocolate for heavy metals through a third party lab. And I think it's so important that you look for companies that are really transparent in their products and they get their products tested and third party labs are unbiased because some companies will test their products, but it's like within their inner lab. So of course the inner lab can like change the findings to fit the company's agenda. So it's so nice when you have a very transparent company like Blue Stripe testing their dark chocolate and making sure that there are no heavy metals in it through a third party laboratory. So I highly recommend them. That was a lot for nutrition, but overall, what I would say is really focus on whole foods. If you love something that's super processed, find a healthy alternative. If you are obsessed with like a certain protein bar or a certain 
dessert. Find a healthier alternative, especially if you want to feel better, because if you're constantly eating a bunch of processed food, you're not going to feel like the it girl, but you're kind of going to feel icky. And we don't want to feel icky. We want to feel like the it girl. And whether or not you want to lose or gain weight or just maintain and you just want a healthy lifestyle, I think it's so important to really feel what your body needs. And sometimes that is different from your friends or the influencers. Sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less, but really understand what does your body need and make sure that you are using gentle nutrition and ensuring that you have a healthy fat, a protein, a carb in your meals, prioritized meals, whole foods, and less snacking and less processed food in general. Not none. We don't want to cut it out completely because we don't want extremes. We want balance, but just prioritize whole foods. All right. Finally, we are going to chat about mental health. Now, I think that even if your nutrition is on point, even if your physical health is great, you're working out, you're consistent, if your mental health is not there, you're going to feel like you're not in alignment with yourself. You're going to feel kind of icky. You're not going to feel like the it girl because mentally you're not doing well. And trust me, we have all been in those ruts where mentally we're just not there. So I think number one, it is so important for self-care. And we already talked about this in part one and part two with skincare and hair care and self-care and makeup. It's so important that you really treat yourself like the main character. Take breaks to make sure that you are feeling your best. Make sure that you're taking care of your hair and your skin and yourself and take breaks and put that in your schedule if you're super busy because if you're constantly running on fumes, you're gonna burn out and you're gonna feel horrific and you're not gonna wanna work out or study or go to work or do anything. You don't wanna be the best version of yourself if you don't have energy to recharge. I also think it's so important that you journal, that you reflect because if you wanna become the best version of yourself, you need to understand what do you want to fix, right? It's so important to be able to self-reflect and understand, you know, where what are my bad habits? What are my good? Who do I want to become? You know, who am I? Make sure that you are journaling. And I love using journal prompts and journaling every single morning to really write out affirmations, write out what I'm grateful for, write out my priorities for the day, write out anything that I have to remember. It's so important that you are self-reflecting and journaling. And even if you can only do this once a week and you're super busy, do it once a week. You don't need to journal every day. You just need to have at least once a week where you can reflect on yourself, find ways to improve, and find ways to become the ultimate it girl. I also think it's really important to self-reflect with prayer, with meditation, and whether or not you are religious. I mean, I'm Christian, so I pray every day, but whether or not you're religious, I think it's so important to take some deep breaths, be grateful, and just like breathe. You know, I think it's really something that I've been noticing with myself where I get tense over the day. Like my my shoulders start to clench, my jaws clenching. So right now, lower your shoulders, relax your jaw, and take a big deep breath in and out. I think it's really important to do that throughout the day. And you will notice such a big difference when you are putting in time for mindfulness, putting in time to just take a big deep breath and relax. 
Finally, I think it is extremely important for your mental health to be in nature. Go and feel the sun on your face. Go outside and take a walk. Listen to the birds. Listen to the trees. Listen to animals around you. It's so important to be in nature and nature is healing. Like there has been studies that have been proven that, you know, nature is better than an antidepressant or an anti-anxiety medication sometimes. So get outside, go next to nature without headphones, just like listen to all of the nature around you and you'll feel 10 times better, especially if you're feeling kind of in a rut, kind of just frustrated, go outside, take a walk, go for a run or just sit and read outside and you will feel 10 times better. All right. I hope you liked this episode. I hope that you kind of gained some more insider knowledge on fitness and nutrition and mental health and how you can combine all three of those to really live your healthy it girl glow up lifestyle. And again, it is so important that you are understanding how do I feel because forcing yourself to eat a certain way or to do a certain workout is just not going to make you feel good. What you need to do is make sure that you are choosing things to eat and to work out in alignment with yourself. You can be disciplined, but you can also pick things that you enjoy and pick things that genuinely get you excited. I think once you really start to take care of your inside, you start to work out, you start to eat healthier, you start to really take care of your mental health and take mental breaks, you're going to feel so much better. And because you feel better, you are more motivated to put your best foot forward in work or school to be the most productive self, the most hardworking self, and the ultimate it girl that you want to be. All right. So part four next week, we'll get into mindset. We're going to have a whole pep talk on how to be a confident queen, how to be the it girl and have that energy that it girls have. Be sure to follow this podcast and all of my socials. Give this a rating. Give this a review. Also, be sure to answer the Spotify question that I leave under every single Spotify episode for a chance for a shout out next week's episode. And if you listen to me on Apple Podcasts, just leave a rating and put like a sentence or two of why you love the podcast and I'll shout you out from there. All right. Well, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.